Welcome to JustJoshin.pod with me, Josh. Before I get on to anything, I really wanted to thank everyone who has been listening. You are truly a blessing. And to follow us at JustJoshin.pod. Before I continue, it is spooky season coming up within the next few weeks, and we're going to be doing something different. If you'd like, please share your favorite scary story, creepypasta, real fake myth, or whatever. Please share it with us at justjoshin.pod. We will be picking our favorite ones and reading them off for all of October. So feel free to send us your very best ones. And moving on, I will be reading my favorite one. This one is from Reddit, the r slash no sleep from five years ago. And it's entitled, I've been trying to leave my bathroom for the past 30 minutes. And I hope you enjoy. I can't leave my bathroom. About 30 minutes ago, I got out of the shower and dried off, put on my PJs, opened the door, and walked out only to find myself back in my bathroom, staring at the closed door. I stopped, trying to rationalize what had just happened to me. I convinced myself that I had simply imagined that I had opened the door and stepped out, so I tried again. I pushed the door handle down, opened it, Stepped out and yet again found myself in my bathroom, standing in front of a closed door. This has happened every single time I've tried to leave. I keep my phone in the bathroom with me when I'm showering. I live alone, so I keep it with me just in case for safety. The first thing I did was call my parents. My dad didn't pick up, but my mom did. I tried to explain the situation to her, but she couldn't seem to understand how I was trapped in my own bathroom if the door could open. She seemed convinced that I must mean that my bathroom door lock was, was broken and I was trapped inside. Regardless, she said that she would be over as soon as possible. She only lives a 15-minute drive away, so she would be there any moment. So I'm sat leaning against my bathtub, looking out in the open bathroom door into my landing. I open it this time, but didn't try to step out. Everything looks normal. My bedroom door is closed just as I left it. The airing cupboard door is closed as well, and the stairs leading down to the hallway and the front door are all normal. The door shut. I don't have any recollection of how it shut. When it shut, only that it must have happened in the last few seconds after I wrote that last paragraph. I just reread and reread that paragraph. It's proof that I'm not going crazy. I'm not imagining this. My mom just texted me to ask if I'm in the house, and I, I said, yes, of course I am. I'm trapped in the bathroom. That's the whole reason why I called you here. And this is what she sent. Why aren't you saying anything? What do you mean? Are you even in there? Yes, I'm in here. Are you here? I'm outside the bathroom door. I've been calling your name. I don't understand. I can't hear anything through the door. I'm going to open it. I can see my landing. My stairs. My front door. But not my mom. 
I tried to walk out, but it was fruitless, back staring at the closed bathroom door. My mom tried the handle of the door from her side, but it wouldn't open. She brought tools to unscrew the lock. She says she's doing it now, but I, I can't hear anything. And I can't see the handle moving. Okay. My mom texted me and saying that the lock is taken out, but the door still won't open on her side. She looked through this, uh, the, the hole in the door where the, the lock was, but just saw my bathroom. Empty. There's no hole on my side of the door. The handle and lock are still intact. I have no idea what's happening or how I can get out. After much convincing my mom that I'm in fact in here, she said she's calling someone to possibly knock the door down. I'm worried that once they do that, they'll find an empty bathroom, yet I will still be here, trapped in my bathroom. There's no plug sockets in here. Never mind my phone charger. My phone will die at some point. I'm already at 24%. When it runs out, I might lose my only point of contact with the rest of the world. I don't know what to do. Mom's left now to get help. I'm sat here wondering what I can do. I tried to break the door down myself. I, I knew it wouldn't work, but I had to try. I, I, I remember reading once on Reddit that you shouldn't use your shoulder. Uh, you should try to kick the door down by the lock because it's the weakest point. It didn't work. I'm not sure any part of the door has a weak point now. Uh, the window is small, and I'm not sure if I'd be able to actually fit out of it. Scratch that. Window won't open either. There are locks on the windows in my house. You can lock them with a little key, but I never received any when I moved in, so I've never been able to lock them. It's, it's locked now, though. It's got one of those white, plastic, cheap lining covers covering it. Ended up, I, I ended up ripping it down. It's pulled some plaster down with it, but now I can get up onto the window better. It's straight above the toilet, so I, I'm kneeling on top of the toilet, yanking at the window handle. It, it won't. Wait, it opened. I didn't notice how dark it was outside. It shouldn't be dark. It's midday. I looked around, desperately trying to see anyone. <laughs> No one's around. Everything looks kind of... muted. I... I can't describe it, nor can I describe the deep-seated feeling of dread and wrongness as I look out into my neighborhood. <laughs> my instincts are telling me not to, but I stick my head out to look down to where I could possibly drop to. My window's closed. I never felt myself move, but... My window's closed. Even the fucking plastic blind is back in place. I'm sitting on the floor now, as far away from the window and the door as I can. I, I, I feel sick. My mom came back, along with her work friend. It helped her unscrew the hinges and remove the door. I'm not in there. They can't see me. My mom sent a photo of her inside the bathroom with no one. Not me. She thinks it's all a joke and is refusing to reply to my texts or answer my calls. I'm on 14% battery. I don't know if I will ever get to leave. This might be my only chance to say goodbye to my mom, but she won't 
answer her phone. Edit. I've ripped down the shower curtain and yet I'm staring at it right now, hung up, hanging over the side of my bath. I looked out the window again and I think I heard a rumbling, low, quiet rumbling. I haven't opened the window since. My phone's on 1%. If I get out, I will update this post. If no edit comes, assume I'm still here. This was five years ago. There was no edit. Here's another one, entitled, The Most Terrifying 911 Call I've Ever Received, written by Cole Long. 911, what's your emergency? I said as I answered the phone. There's a bat in my house, a loud scream came over the speaker. Send someone to get it and come here now. All right, ma'am. I will send animal control over as soon as possible. The caller thanked me and said she will be outside waiting. I pressed the button to dispatch the nearest unit. I sat in my cubicle doodling with my ballpoint pen on a piece of blank white paper. Being a dispatcher isn't always easy, especially in the middle of nowhere, Montana, with a population of 500. We get random calls. We get random calls about bobcats, bison, and bears coming in on the front yards, teenagers prank calling because they are bored, and of course, the regular hunting emergencies. Well, all of this is few and far between. Sometimes we can go hours without getting a call, which makes it hard when you work the night shift alone. Kara? I heard my straight-laced boss say as he came down the hallway. I'm here! I yelled back, still doodling on the white paper. <laughs> I could hear his staggered footsteps coming my direction. Oh, hey, he said, popping his head around the corner. I'm leaving. Do you need anything before I go? I, I think I'm good. I held up my now cold coffee. I'll turn off the rest of the lights then. <laughs> Have a great night. I heard the sound of the lights turning off down the hallway. It's those fluorescent lights that make a buzzing sound whenever you're under them. I hate when they get turned off. Everything gets so silent. Being in this building at night all by yourself, the imagination can get the best of you. I sat at my desk looking at the seven computer screens. On one screen, I could see exactly where the emergency responders are located at any given moment. I started memorizing the street names that, that are in our designated area. This time, nothing was going on. It had been a very quiet night. Taking a sip of my cold coffee, I started jotting down my grocery list for the next day. At this point, the coffee was only doing so much to keep me awake at 1 a.m. What do I need? I asked out loud. I wrote down that I needed chicken, vegetables, toilet paper, wine, multiple bottles of wine. <laughs> I finished making my list, folding it into my jean pocket. A beeping sound started to come through my headphones, meaning someone was calling in. I looked up as a name and a number flashed on the screen in front of me. 911, what's your emergency? I said clearly to the person on the other line. 
I need help, a child's voice said. What's your name? What can I help you with? I said back to the frightened young girl. I need help, she said again. I replied, I can't help you unless you tell me what's wrong. And then the phone line went dead. Immediately dialing the number back, I waited for it to ring, but there was no dial tone. It wouldn't reconnect. I decided to call one of the responding officers to check it out. <clears throat> Jenkins, I need you to respond to a 5689. Hickory Valley Road. There could be a possible Vic. I, I tried calling her back, but I got no answer. I said it in my headphones. Thanks, Kara. Hope you're having a good night all by your lonesome. He started laughing. What are you going to do all by yourself in that little cubicle of yours? You're an asshole. As a matter of fact, I am having a great night by myself. Keep me updated. Please. I sat back. Roger that. I sat back in my chair looking at the right-hand screen. Red darts started... A red dot started moving slowly towards the area where the young girl came from. Watching as it got closer and closer, I wondered if she was okay. Then the dot just stopped. This usually means the responding officer got to the location or, or close to it. Our map shows streets, but it doesn't pinpoint the exact spot. Waiting for Jenkins to call me back, I took another sip of my cold coffee. I watched the clock as it slowly passed, second by second, minute by minute. I was about to ring him back when the computers lit up. 911 dispatch, what's the exact location of your emergency? I looked up as the name and phone number flashed on the screen. This time, I said the name out loud. Olivia Taylor. I tried calling you back, but we couldn't get an answer. A responding officer could... I tried calling you back, but we couldn't get an answer. A responding officer should be there shortly. I said hurriedly, but in a stern manner. Why won't you help me? She whimpered. I heard her crying on the other line. We are trying to help you, Olivia. Someone should be there any second, I promise you. Can you stay on the line with me? I asked while trying to get my shit together. Closet, she replied. You can find us in the closet. I could hear another distant whimpering that wasn't coming from the Vic on the line. Olivia is... There's someone else there with you? My heart felt like it was going to fall out of my chest. I have to go. He'll hear me. She cried out. Who will hear you, Olivia? I managed to ask a moment before the phone went dead again. I looked on the map and noticed Jenkins' spot had not moved. Growing concerned, I called him back. The phone rang and rang. Finally, he answered. Jenkins, he said with authority. Oh, Thank God. I took a second to catch my breath. My heart was pounding a mile per minute. What? Cara, you can't handle being in that place by yourself. You have to call me all the time. He tried to make a joke, but soon realized I wasn't playing around. What's going on? Are you, are you okay? I got another call from the Vic. What's your ETA? I closed my eyes, tried to stay calm. This is part of the job requirement. Waiting for backup. This place is out in the middle of nowhere. The only entrance is a path through the woods. Way too narrow for the cruiser to fit through. We have to go on foot. Should be another couple of minutes. 
I took a look at my screen. I could see two dots moving closer to Jenkins. Call me once you get to the property. She's hiding in the closet. I believe there's someone else with her, I informed him. Okay, thanks for the update. I'll call you once I reach the site. And he hung up. I had to take a moment to decompress. I walked down the long hallway to the bathroom. As I turned on the light, it flickered to the sound of my heartbeat. A familiar buzzing sound calmed me as I splashed cold water on my face. Looking in the mirror, I could tell my color changed. The normal tan hue was now pale white, and my pupils were dilated. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, I reassured my reflection. As I walked out of the restroom, I could hear a beeping sound coming from my headphones again. I, I ran to my cubicle thinking it was Jenkins giving me an update, but as soon as I saw the name, my stomach immediately dropped. Olivia, I know this is you. Are you okay? I looked at the screen with the map. The officers are on their way. They should be there in no less than a minute. There was no response. Are you there? Can you, can you hear me, Olivia? A whimper came over on the other line. It's too late. She finally said, he's in the room. He heard me. Who's in the room with you? I asked. Please tell me so I can let the other officers know. I took a deep breath, determined to stay calm. He has a gun. I heard a door open as a loud scream came over the line. I could hear two loud rounds of popping. Then silence. Shit, shit, shit. I screamed out loud, tears rolling down my face. I knew what this meant. Just then the screen started lining up again. This time the name said Carlos Jenkins. I took a deep breath and as I answered it, the Vic just called again, I yelled into the phone. Could have a DOA, Jenkins. You took too much fucking time. How has anyone been calling you, Kara? He asked. Don't play this game with me right now. Have you reached the destination or not? I looked at the screen in front of me. We reached the cabin about a mile off the road. I, I hate to tell you this, but... Everyone's gone. There was a silence. Shit, I responded, rubbing my face. The skin began to get hot with anger. But I don't understand how anyone could have called you tonight, Jacob said. I looked up from my desk confused. What do you mean? We found three sets of skeletal remains. One was a male adult presumed to be the father and two young girls. The remains have to be at least 12 months old. My chest grew tight and the room started spinning. I was about to pass out. The weird thing is, Jenkins continued, we found the two female skeletons in the closet, but one had a cordless phone in their hand trying to get help, I guess. Thank you for listening. Don't forget and rate us five stars at justjoshin.pod and to visit our Instagram and send us your favorite scary stories. Till next time.